0: man there's scarcity in what we do um, you only get 16 opportunities in the regular season it was our first one we hadn't been in a stadium so i thought it was reasonable for all of us to have some level of nerves and and for me um, it's not over until it's over
1: you're in the locker room with tunch and wolf presented by neighborhood ford store the ford f-150 is the official truck of the pittsburgh steelers now here's tunch and wolf <laughs> Good morning, everybody,
2: and welcome to the post-game wrap-up show with uh, Wolf and Tunch in the locker room. And wow, what it was a great game. Oh, you
3: know what, Chalooch? Uh, much anticipation. Right. You know what I mean? And, again, the awkwardness of the whole situation, I-, I have to be very truthful and upfront with everybody, to be sitting here, I don't know, a thousand miles away from the stadium right. as we were at Hinesfield, Disconced in the uh, – Press, you know, dining room as it were, right? Uh, with big monitors and you know headsets on and everything else, it was just really, really awkward. Yeah. And with the difference between what was going on in our ears and what you know yeah. following on on the monitors, it was it was a little bit difficult, a little bit uh, awkward. So we beg your uh, indulgence and your uh, patience with us. Yeah. And the fact is, this game was really. It was it was uh, everything you ac- actually anticipated only the roles were kind of
2: reversed. Yeah, uh, it, it was up and down. Uh Daniel Jones had a great game and we were You know yesterday we said that uh their patchwork offensive line was going to protect them and they did. They uh, did. Uh, but as But uh, for key breakdowns. Yeah, yeah, as the as the game uh, progressed in the second half, uh BJ uh, um, you know, our uh, TJ and uh, uh, Bud Dupree right. and uh, Stefan Tuit and Cam Hayward started collapsing the pocket.
3: They did. It took them a while to get their mojo rolling, my friend. You know, watching it from the get-go, uh, I, I kind of thought, okay, um, the Steelers would come out and, you know, get some traction. But they they did the, the three and outs for a little while there. And Ben, you know, Ben had said, I, I'm nervous. Well, he, he was. But you know what? like the proverbial heavyweight champ the guy that's uh, had got ring rust from being out too long yeah uh he came on shook it off and showed that he is Hall of Fame material right you know absolutely and
2: and the defensive line uh we were talking about yesterday that uh, they stopped the run but Benny smell Benny Snell had 113 yards rushing
3: yes. And the key thing is he had a bunch down the stretch. Right. And Bruce Arian's what he used to call four-minute football. Right. Towards the end of the game, when you take charge of the game, you beat the stuffing out of the defense. Right. And you take the life out of them. Yeah. And that's what I th- Benny Snell was terrific at that area. Yeah, Benny Snell was uh, picking
2: his holes, and, uh, and he had great vision yesterday, and he had great
3: speed and great power and great uh, uh, jukes. I would say, I would have to say, I would think, You want to give a game ball to Benny Snell. Right. Uh, You know, thinking about, was it 19 carries, 113 yards? Yeah. The only killer was that one run he had in the fourth quarter when he fumbled the ball, got stripped. He's got to learn to protect it. But don't we know that one? If you remember last year in Cleveland, what it was, uh, you know, when James had a little issue, um, the problem— the problem is, you you know, for young bucks, you got to protect that ball. Right. But I will say this: but Juju, Juju, got it. what a groundhog! Did yeah. you see the man go groundhog and get that ball? Yeah, Juju went,
2: uh, and he said people were punching him in the uh, in the pile. Yeah. And uh, well, digging that's the what ball. We did. Yeah, yeah, right. You
3: fish hook guys, by that I mean you grab the face mask and uh, twist their heads. Yeah. You know, because where the head goes, the body will follow, so you can get down and. Uh, uh, we've seen from some other people, um, you know, situations where, uh, you know, they uh, are a little free with their fists yeah. in certain areas, trying to get, punch the ball loose.
2: Yeah, and uh, did you ever have a punch in a place where uh, Chuck said, We don't want to talk men, about that. Y- y-
3: young pen <laughs> shouldn't get punched. Who was it, Cody? Um. Oh, man, there was a center uh, a few years back, and he, it was up on the board. and And yeah. I, I can see it. I just can't, I can see his face. I can't right now. But Cody came and uh, he, he punched, He well, he punched a young man where he's not yeah. supposed to be punched. Yeah. And he was, and I remember he came over on the sidelines. And he goes, um, do you think anybody saw that? And I go, uh, it was up on the big board, but I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> he went, you're kidding me.
2: Yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, Juju went, at, went after it and he got it. And that's. He what, did. Yeah. And
3: that was sensational because right. you needed that. The Steelers needed all of everything to get that 26-16 win last night. And the fact of the matter is, you look at these guys, um, uh, again, I can't even tell you how uncomfortable it had to be going through the warm-ups. No crowd, just right. nothing. Yeah, And, you know, MetLife Stadium is huge. It's cavernous. Right. It rises way up you know, into the air, and you look at it. I, I'm thinking to myself, these guys, you can hear – conversations at the other end of the field and stuff it's crazy
2: so you know we have never played in a game like that no uh but it is peculiar how a game like that will uh affect you you know
3: no doubt about it and the fact is you have this uneasy feeling right that as things go along you know um, you look at the situation where you've got uh, the fumbles. Or, I'm sorry, you got the, you know, the, there were so many things, uh, like the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm sorry, punt return, Deontay Johnson. Right. You know, I mean, he muffs the punt right out of the uh, the gate, you the know. First punt. And then, you know, the Wizard of Boz misses the extra point. And, you know, um, I don't know about you, but I was starting to get an uncomfortable feeling about what was going down right. there.
2: I-, I started getting an uncomfortable feeling uh, as well but uh you know in the uh, last drive of the first half, Ben uh, scored a touchdown and then the third quarter he started playing well. yes uh, and uh, you know and, everybody and, settled and, down yeah, a little bit yeah and it's uh, and, you know when when there's no preseason you have to expect that. but Daniel Jones was better much better than I thought.
3: he was much better especially early on. You know, I first of all, I thought we'd get to him a little bit more early on, and we didn't. But as the game wore on, you could start to see where the offensive line started breaking down. Bud Dupree, TJ, yeah. uh, and, and Stefan, and, and uh, Cam Hayward all doing the deals that you needed to do. Um, they started to get after it more and more. I thought the job they did on Saquon Barkley was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, Zooks, man, that how guy many, is. Amathetic. How
2: many yards did Barkley have? Two. You know, the
3: problem Four? is we don't have the the stat sheets like you usually have right, when you yeah. come back from a game, or you know, uh, when you you know from a home game or away game. Right. You Usually got um, you know a book they call it, and we don't have one of those, and so. Uh, right now we're kind of fishing for some of the stats because I thought we ha- I had some, and I, I realized I didn't because it wasn't where I thought it would be. Right, 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 right. So we got these kind of challenges going along. But the fact of the matter is when I first saw this, my first impression was thank goodness that Ben just stayed with it. Thank goodness that the offensive line stayed with, with it. it. The defense, they stayed. It was just working through it because yeah. really the first first half looked like to me the first quarter, like a first preseason game. The second quarter, like a second preseason game because it got a little bit better. Right. And then as they came through in the second half, things got better and better. Um, but it looked like a condensed preseason, first preseason, you know, uh, scenarios working themselves out in that first three, what, three quarters.
2: Right, right, right. And, you know, uh, when uh, uh, that pick by Cam Hayward, uh, uh, T.J. Watt was talking about that in an interview and uh, he said uh, uh, he said that uh, uh, the 19-play drive right. was winding at everybody.
3: Yes, absolutely. And
2: then he and then uh, uh, when uh, Bud Dupree deflected, deflected it, it yep. and uh, Cam intercepted it,
3: he said, "Oh, that was great." Well, think about it. Remember back in the day, we were down in Houston in the Astrodome, right. and we went on a 23-play drive, took 13, almost 14 minutes right. of the second quarter. That was exhausting. Right. I remember being down there. We, You know, it was like uh, three steps forward, two steps back, a penalty, come forward, everything, back and forth. And, you know, uh, down there, you had a lot of the, the, the country folk inside there uh, smoking their filterless cigarettes because right. they used to allow it back in the day. Yeah, there was a fo- fog. Exactly. Okay. Smoke hanging over the field, Chalooch. right. right yeah. You remember? And, you know, you're just sucking that in, and it was just miserable. And yeah. I remember we got up. I forgot who the defensive tackle uh, after a play on, like, the two-yard line. And I remember he was so tired. I was so tired. We were all tired. And he said, look, you either got to score or you got to fumble the ball, but Alvin, we got to get off the field. Alvin Bethea. That <laughs> wasn't him. No. It was somebody else. But it doesn't matter who it was. All it was is big joke. What, what year was that? That was mid-'80s, somewhere in there. That was after after retired.
2: Yeah, Doug Smith.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. Ray Childress. <laughs> No, he was on the other side. Yeah. So, regardless, it doesn't matter who it was. The fact is, the defensive lineman and I, just having that conversation, those are the things that you remember years down the road. And, you know, he's right. I mean, Cam Hayward, he's running along. Who thought that Cam would have an escalator in his new contract, maybe, for interceptions? Right. Right? (laughs) He's got bonuses.
2: Yeah, and he uh, intercepted that. And, uh, you know, that was great. That was great. Well, he
3: needed. Yeah. I mean, a 19-play drive, that's that's huge. That'll kick the guts out of any defense. You get caught going along over 19 plays. Gad Zooks, man. You know, so you've got to – defensively speaking, I thought they did, as I said, a magnificent job on Saquon Barkley. Right. I thought Daniel Jones was better than I anticipated.
2: Better than I anticipated Devlin, also.
3: Devlin – Lawrence was as good as Mike advertised. Dexter Lawrence. Him too. Yeah. All right. Yes. I got Delvin. Who's Devlin? Is there a Devlin on that De- team? De-
2: that's Devlin uh, uh, They're Dexter Lawrence Tomlinson. I, I got... Devlin Tomlinson is the nose tag.
3: Okay. I get them all mixed up. The point is Dexter Lawrence was as good as advertised. Right. I didn't think that big boy could do sideline to sideline. but yeah. at 342 that guy is good.
2: Yeah. And he is hustling and uh... uh Determined, and you know one of the one of the things I think he's in great shape. He's he in must great shape. be, yeah,
3: because he played hard the whole night long right. that I could see. Uh, I can't I can't think of him uh, Cadillac and at all out there at any point in time. Right, right. You know, so all said and done, the fact of the matter is, you look at this; it's a great way to kick off the season. There's the air is fresher, it's cleaner. You wake up, you feel a little better, right. you know, given the fact that you won a game. Yeah. But the, the point and, is— In <laughs> the morning, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, when you lose a game like that, the whole day is miserable. Right. It's just miserable. Yeah. But indeed, uh, the fact of the matter is uh, they got the job done when they needed to get it done. Juju, two touchdowns. Oh, yeah, sensational. Juju was fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely. The young man came on, and uh, we're going to talk more about everybody. You call in uh, 412-919-1316 with your game balls and uh, who you think. I know we got to give one right out to uh, Benny Snell Football right? because Benny Snell Football came through big, 19 carries, 113 yards. Right, right, right. He looked good.
2: Yeah. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. We'll be back after this.
0: You know we knew we weren't going to be perfect tonight um we talked about that openly last night in preparation for this opportunity um but but there's more meat on the bone and i appreciate appreciate the efforts uh we just got to search for a higher ceiling in terms of quality of play
1: you're in the locker room with tunch and wolf presented by neighborhood ford store the ford f-150 is the official truck of the pittsburgh steelers now here's tunch and wolf
2: so that was Mike Tomlin talking about uh, they had a meeting uh, the night before the game and uh, admitted that it's going to be a struggle. And, right. Uh, because of no preseason
3: games. Right, and, right. Uh, and uh, they over game. They overcame that. Exactly so, Chuluch. Look, you had a situation, and I love how Mike is forward looking to it. Right. He says, hey, fellas, this is not going to be your average Picasso. Right. Okay, you're going to have some things happen out there that this ain't going to be a real... You know, you're going to expect some things that you're going to have to overcome, self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, you think right from the get-go when Deontay Johnson fumbled the ball. What a stop that was. Right. If they don't knock that down to a three-pointer, uh, who knows what that game could have been last night. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. defense came on and made a big stop there, and that was huge.
2: Oh, yeah, and uh, uh, th- you... you uh... Talked about it, it's not a Picasso. No. Yeah. And uh, is that the guy that cut the ear? Yeah. Is that, he? Yes. Is he so a <laughs>
3: Picasso cut the ear off. Why? Why would they even name that a Picasso after a guy who, who like, you know, cut his ear? Because he was, do- a,
2: he was a great
3: artist. If he was so great, why did he cut his ear? Oh, he didn't. That's not okay. We who got was our-
4: Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, oh, all right, Van Gogh. Okay.
3: So, all right. See, much better. Yeah. I feel much better about that because Van Gogh, you know, uh, he how- was Van Gogh. <laughs> No, his ear was Van Gogh. <laughs> all right, all right, Chalucha. What do we got? We got we
2: somebody got, in the in the woodpile there. We got Cr from Chicago. Cr, welcome
3: to the locker room.
5: Hey guys, Cr, so nice in Chicago. How the heck you guys doing on Victory Tuesday? Right. You
3: know what? The air smells cleaner, brother, and it's cooler, and it's, there's just a nice little breeze.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. I feel like I got the weight of the world off my back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all that, all that pent up frustration, all that anticipation, all that. And it was well worth it, man. It was just so well worth it. I, I feel like I can take a de- I can relax now after a deep breath. How yes. do you guys feel that that first game was like out there, it's always done with? Right,
3: you know, right. You know, I think it just took them a while to ramp up. It was a preseason game. Uh, to start off with, oh, yeah. and it got deeper into okay. the preseason. And I finally felt like in the fourth quarter they finally got through a lot of their the right. self inflicted wounds, and they started playing ball.
2: Yeah, and I you I, know what? I, I I agree that the, there was mistakes in the first half, but uh, the second half was uh, better football, much better.
5: Yeah, and and like we both uh, agreed on that the defense was the, was the was the st- the stellar of the two. Uh, I also appreciate coach, uh, you know, going and say, Hey guys, look, I mean, you know, this, you know, we're going to make some mistakes, but you know, keep your head level, uh, you know, and just, uh, just keep working. And like you said, Ben, uh, he came through in the second half. So it was, it was a great game, man. Great game. It hey, really
3: was, man. On. You know, and here's the thing. What was great about it, they had a lot of uh, – there was a lot of junk going on. Right. I mean, you had to overcome some serious problems there. And what I loved about it was watching Ben come back and shake off that rust and be the guy that he needed to be. That touchdown pass to Juju in the second half. Right. You talk about a touch pass – that's as good as it gets. You're falling away in the face of a blitz right in your face. His feet was together and he arched that throw up there and put it up there and let Juju run under it. That was that was terrific. And the throw to
2: James uh, Washington it, yeah. was a great throw. Uh oh. and James Washington jumped over that oh.
3: guy and it's tremendous. Uh, yeah. Jumped over a guy and then ran over a guy. Right. All in the space of two yards. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: had
5: so many things going. So hey, some other people out there, so I don't want to take up all the time. Uh first of all, game balls. Uh I got to go with of course I got to go with Big Ben. Uh, right. I got to go with, with with Juju and I definitely got to go with that BS in the backfield. Benny Snell. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Benny Snell looked great. Average 5.9. Yeah,
3: Woo, I like that.
2: Yeah, and he and he uh, his vision was uh great. Uh, and his cut ability was great. He had a great jump cut, and he ran over guys. Uh, He ran over guys.
3: He looked like he was a slimmed-down version of himself with power. Right. You know? Yeah.
5: And on the defensive side, I got to go with Bud and
3: TJ. How about Bud? You know, the thing thing is, we put a lot on Bud. We said Bud's got to come through. He's got to get after Andrew Thomas. Right. You got a rookie making his first start. You got a center. Nick Barnes making Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. no, no. The top, the left tackle, oh, Andrew oh, Thomas. Yeah, Andrew Thomas. Yes, well, I, he's got to get after that guy, and yeah. he did. Okay, you you got that center, all right. You got uh, what's his name, Nick uh, Gates. Nick Gates. Yeah, Nick Gates. Nick Gates is making his first start there. Well, Tyson Alualu looked nice, right? With some big stops in the middle. Yeah, uh, those are the people that we said they got to come through and have some big games there. And of course, Cameron Fleming against T.J. Watt. I thought uh, that was a T.J. battle. Right, uh, that was one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I also
5: I also got to give a, a shout out to uh, our, our best rookie out there, Chase Claypool. That twenty-eight yard toe-tapping third, third and long Ooh. catch, and then sweet, that, and then that, and then that eleven-yard, a uh, fourth-quarter catch to set up that thirty-six-yard field goal. Uh, the boy came out swinging, and uh, you know that enthusiasm and and being able to do that the first game out uh, gave him confidence, it gave the staff confidence, and definitely gave Ben confidence to say, hey, look. Uh, he may be a rookie, but but he's got some serious skills. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I love Chase Claypool. <laughs> I, I I do love him, and uh, you know, as the season goes on, he's going to get better and better and better.
3: Let me say this: he is top shelf Canadian bacon because right. he sizzles, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
5: the Canadian connection. That's hey, we also got. Be- we also gotta give up some uh, some props for for our defense. We had uh we had three sacks. Uh, Williams had one, Hilton had one and Toard had one, and then we had uh, uh two uh two INTs, so uh Watt and Haywood. So, you know, all that came out. Bruh, no bruh, doubt bruh.
3: about it. But the the big thing to me was getting that after Deontay Johnson fumbled the ball back right. on the own th- own three and uh, they come through with a – hold him to a field goal. That was sensational. And
2: Bud Dupree, the deflection on Cam Hayward's interception, that was great. Uh, It was. And, you know, he he pursued uh, Daniel Jones, and he didn't let up, and he uh, batted the ball.
3: Oh, he was coming on like a Wolverine with his hair on fire, man. Now, on a sad
5: note – I know we got to go on a sad note, though. I want to talk about uh, – our running back, man, James. He's a oh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I really feel for I really feel for the young man. He um he's so determined and he's over-accomplished a lot. I mean he has accomplished a lot, but I think he just he's just not durable, man. He, he's just not doable. I mean I like the guy, but he's just not doable. Yeah, comments.
3: Well, the only thing I'll say is this: I don't know if anybody put in a more productive, hard-working offseason right. than James. He was ready to go, but I don't know that his body can stand up to the rigors. Sometimes yeah, this just yeah. happens. I don't know, but I'm not yeah. ready to give up on him yet. This is just one game. There's 15 more to go. Benny, thank God Benny came on and looked like uh, the feature back that he can be. Right. Mike has talked about him as being a feature back capable guy. Well, he showed it last night. Beautiful. Let's move forward see where we go from here. And Zach Banner... Yeah. Blew out his knee. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate.
2: For I, him.
5: Felt, oh. yeah, I felt so bad for him. Oh, yeah, I felt. He worked his way through the preseason. Do you think that, it was an ACL?
3: Up. I don't know. He I, grabbed on the outside of his knee, and I'm yeah. not even going to want to speculate right, about that. Right, right, right. Those things, he they just, but it's he disheartening. Could,
2: he, he, he was limping
3: off and he was hopping yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, something went something yeah. There's no doubt. But yeah. All right, CR, we got to roll on, brother. All right, guys. In the meantime, in between
5: time. Here we go. Still is. Here we go.
2: All
3: right, thank you, CR. All right,
2: CR, God bless you. All right, let's go to Nick. Uh Nick, welcome to the locker
3: room. Hey, guys. How you doing?
7: Can you hear me, okay? Can yeah. you hear
3: you okay, Nick.
7: Okay, great. I love the show. Thank I, you. I love the show. You guys are are terrific. So, um uh, just something. Uh, first of all, I, I feel really terrible for Banner last night. He's mm-hmm. so oh he's yeah, devastated, you know. Yes, and I know, uh, you know how hard these guys work, and Connor too. You know how yep. hard these guys work to get to this point. So Connor will be able to get back and help us out. You know,
3: no doubt um, about it.
7: Do you think, for uh, you know, if Banner is out? that they uh just probably just start troops at the right tackle and just leave them there. Oh, I and, think that's uh,
3: the first
2: move that's I, coming. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that.
7: Yeah. And just leave him there and the the other question is I guess depending on how how much or how long Wisniewski is out and how long uh the Castro is out, you think they probably just uh put the rookie in at right guard or do you think I can was, only tell was, you this brother moving guys
3: around. The, when the young man came in, okay? It was a uh was I believe it was a third down or second, I can't remember what, yeah. but it was a touchdown pass. He stuffed yeah. the bejeepers out of the three I, technique I on his nose.
2: Yeah, nice Dexter Lawrence. He, nice
3: he swallowed that up. Then he comes back later on and he has a nice kick out on Lorenzo Carter to spring Benny Snell right. for a big first down. I can only okay. tell you from a very small sample because that's all we've seen of him, both in the game and during training camp. Really, this kid's got more under the hood than I thought. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah. He, as I like to say, he's not a Kia, he's not a Subaru, he's a Datsun, and his name is Kevin. And I think he's got some under the hood there, brother. <laughs> and he's stout. He, he is. is
7: stout. And they probably, and they probably be just, uh, they probably just instead of going out and like trying to sign a veteran, they probably just. Uh, re uh, that kid Christian DeLauro because you guys said he looked he looked pretty good. In Not bad.
3: You still got Derwin Gray on the, uh, on the well, practice yeah, squad, you promote, right?
7: You promote Gray and then sign right. DeLauro to the practice squad, maybe. Yeah, I think, I
3: think we'll be all right right now. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. And yeah. then, uh,
7: for, for running backs, you think they'd probably promote, uh, Smallwood if, 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 uh, what if, uh, if, uh, Connor's out, it, it, right? Probably, they'd probably bring him up. Could and, be. And, uh, Anyway, you know, I know i got to I got to tie it up here for you guys. Game balls, yes. Ben has got to get a game ball. Right. Yeah. And defensive side, everybody just played. There were a lot of big plays. I'm going to give the game ball to, to Devin Bush, though, because I thought he did a solid job on uh, Saquon. He made a couple of solid tackles on him, had a really big hit on him, and he, he was on him in coverage. Like, yeah. I thought he covered him pretty well. You know? right. And Saquon is not. I mean, he's obviously a, a dynamic player. The only thing
3: I have to correct you on, brother, is it's Saquon, okay? Because you got Saquon. the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, which I do often. Uh, tell me, Let me tell you.
7: <laughs> I'm a Penn Stater. I could call, call him Saquon. All right,
3: Sometimes you can do can that. You're Saquon. a Penn Saquon. Stater. All right. Yeah, it was
7: beautiful watching him there. But, you know, you just know how explosive he is. And he had that one big play. that. Boy, he
3: did, didn't screen, he?
7: But, but then on the second one that he came out on the run where he hurtled over I forget who he hurdled over, Nelson or somebody. Uh Bush leveled him. Yeah. So he was set up for that, set up for that hit. So I, I thought Devin Bush did a solid job.
2: I Got did too. Foul. And and I, I thought Vince Williams did a solid job. He he had yes, a sack he and Big he sack. Yeah, and he uh played well. Boy, that was a thunderous sack. Yeah, and he yes, he played it was. He played well. He was a thumper and he uh uh smelled out the place.
3: I like to call that yeah. sack by Vince, a sack with agitation.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anything, guys.
3: anything else, brother?
7: Uh, well, the other thing is, the only other thing I thought of was the, the crowd noise thing. You know, like, I, I don't think it's, a it's obviously a bigger deal to the players and the people on the field, but like, for me watching the game, uh-huh. just, like the crowd thing is not even a big deal. I'm just so wrapped up in watching the Could game. Could you hear it? imagine that
6: that guy yeah, I heard let me ask you
3: problems. let me ask you this because some of the complaints in other stadiums was they didn't match the crowd swell to the big plays like for instance um people right. were cheering madly over a three-yard run in other stadiums you know right and yeah, and, and I, or or the excitement came before the play happened or, or too late right. after
7: yeah but you know what i don't get that fine-tuned you okay. know because it's covid and there's nobody there and right. these guys are production guys just trying to Right. trying to work through it. I've been watching baseball for a month and a half, and, and some of the teams have actually gotten really good with the crowd noise. And it's like white noise in the background. Okay. You know, just like white noise. And you figure the players are going to get used to it after, you know, after a few quarters or a game, they'll probably get used to it. I would
3: think, you know, but let me playing. tell you this, the the first night, that's what I was worried about. Who gets comfortable in an uncomfortable right. situation, for the fastest. Right. Yeah, and it looked like the Giants were a little more comfortable for yeah. a while there.
2: Yeah, and and you know and what, I
7: want you know the other the only other thing I want to say is I want to give a special shout out to James Washington.
6: Right. Because
7: I mean, basically, the, I, he's he's a really really good receiver. Right. And he's just a really good player, and to have him like third or fourth on the depth chart. Is just phenomenal, and he gets you know he got the ball what two or three times last night, and to have that effort play
3: exactly. The so touchdown. the only thing I mean, I'll say, James, squeeze the Charmin on that one big catch oh, after beautiful. that touchdown. It was beautiful, and then he got stripped on that one catch. That's yeah. the only one that that if he could make back to back consistent huge plays yes, like that. Right, oh, what a that night a that would have been.
7: That but, was a tough one. The guy got his hands. Yeah. The it was yeah. good defensive it, it, work. That, that was a good
2: defensive play by Bradbury. Was. That was. It, was. it was. All right, brother, we got to roll so, on. Right. Thanks for the call, Thanks man. All right. You know, uh, uh, James Bradbury made a nice play he on did. James. You know, wow. he
3: reached for the hands yeah. when James went up. I mean, it's it's beautiful, fundamental defensive back football. Right, right. Stripping the ball. Reach yeah. for the hands. You, yeah. you, you know, stick them in there.
2: That's what Mike Tomlin always says. Uh, yep. Uh, uh use your hand and uh put it between the the, Their hands. the, the receiver's hands. There you go. Yeah. All right. All Time right. to go, chalooch. Yeah, we, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more calls. He's Wolf I'm touch and you are in the locker room.
0: That guy was a catalyst for, for, for whatever that they were going to do offensively. Um, we put our secondary in harm's way some in an effort to do so. Uh, but it's a team game. They embraced that challenge. Uh, we needed to stack the line of scrimmage. We need to bring people like Mike Hilton and so forth. And we did. We did what we thought was necessary to minimize his impact on the game.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: So, Mike was talking about stacking the box and uh, aid in the box uh, to stop the run, and he said uh, we put our secondary in harm's way because of that, and uh, Daniel Jones had a good game. But uh, the the thing was, uh, you know,
3: Saquon Barkley didn't. Yeah, Saquon. fifteen carries, six yards, zero point oh, four man. average. His longest run, not you know, not counting that reception, the the screen, but was seven yards from scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, that's sensational. You're talking about glory days back in the day when Dick LeBeau was uh, the defensive coordinator, and you had the likes of uh, Big Snack, Casey Hampton and Aaron Smith and Brett Kiesel, right. uh, uh, James Ferrier, Larry Foote, those guys. And when they, they set – I think they set a club record or close to it, you know, at least amount of rushing yards given up uh, over the year. And yeah. I mean, it was just terrific.
2: And, and, you know, we're doing it the same way this year. That yeah, was nice. Uh, you know uh, – Tyson Alu-Alu uh, nose tackle and uh, uh, you know, Stefan Tuit defensive end, and Cam Hayward, defensive end, and uh, uh, you know Devon Bush and uh, Vince Williams and uh, you know, uh, it was a Bud good du- attacking front. Yeah, Bud Dupree had a great game. Well, think game. about
3: this. Remember the touchdown was given up early. Steve Nelson got beat on that post. Right. Right. When Joe Hayden came over, it was cover three, yeah. and uh, whoever was at safety bit on the underneath route. Yeah. You called that. Remember, uh, that's part of part and parcel of you know the business of stacking the line. You know, and and you 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 pay a little too much attention. Maybe to what's going on in the backfield, and right. you don't see what's going on upfield. You but, know, you know
2: the focus on on Juan Barkley, uh,
3: and you, you've you've got to stop it. And they did. Yeah, you got to stop him. They did a great job of tackling and keeping him bottled up. Because I'm telling you what, with uh, 15 carries, and your your best rusher right. of the night was Daniel Jones. Four for twenty-two. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, can't say enough about the the Yeoman's work. The defense did. All
2: right. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Juan in South Carolina. Juan, welcome
3: to the locker room. Hey,
8: good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing?
3: Good. Doing good. How you doing, brother?
8: Hey, I'm doing great. As victory to these guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like the sounds of that.
8: Hey, I got a stat for you guys. What's that? Big Ben had more rocking yards than Sanquan Barkley, nine yards to six. <laughs> that's true.
3: Yeah. That's that's nice. Nice job. Way to come through there, hey. Juan.
8: Juan, he felt like bigger midfield. He woke up very dangerous yesterday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it was indeed a uh, a great performance by Ben. It took a while to get a little untracked. Right. But you know what? Again, I can't say enough about a guy. This is what it means when you have a – well, Tunch and I always talk about having a franchise quarterback in the huddle where, you know, no matter how bad it feels, this dude can reload and right. get you going and pull your fanny out of the fire.
2: Yeah, Ben, uh, if he struggles early, he finishes strong. Yes, Uh You exactly. know, he, he, he doesn't uh, 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 let his confidence get shaken up, and he doesn't start seeing uh, – uh, like uh, what's that? The quarterback Sam Donald. He said I well, saw. So, yeah, I when saw you, ghosts. Yeah,
3: when I you saw see ghosts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So.
8: <laughs> All right, and um, and uh, we got to congratulate Ben and Coach Tomlin. He passed um, Don Shula and, um Dan Marino for the Moores combo um, coach and um, QB Tandis. So we got to give them. a Oh,
3: shot Dan Marino and Don Shula. Yeah, the c- combined wins with coaches. Yeah. yeah. Big Ben and, and Mike Tomlin. Very good. Yeah, Man, you're all over that, the stats that, this that, morning, that's Juan. That's
2: great, Juan. You're oh, yeah. all over the stats.
8: Yeah, I got home from work this morning. I told my wife, I'm like a little kid. I'm not going to sleep. So I talked to you guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get some sleep, brother, because we need you locked and loaded, getting ready for round two coming up next weekend. Yeah, I know. So
8: let's go with these game balls. All right. I can give it to I can give it to T.J., Bud, Tyson, but I'm going to do it different. I'm going to give it to Keith Butler, the defensive coordinator. because without no T that guy did a good job. But you guys got to think about
3: that. Keith Butler, I like it. That's yeah, a good choice.
2: You know, um, is, uh played linebacker for uh, uh, over 11 years in uh, Seattle, and then uh, Jerry Osesky, uh played for a number of years uh, with the Steelers, and then uh Carl Dunbar, uh the defensive line coach, played for a number of years uh, right. with the Steelers and uh, moved on. You know, one of the things that uh you you love about uh defensive uh the you love about former players that are defensive coaches, they keep pushing you. Right. No doubt about it.
3: Anything else, brother? I agree with you. Jeff.
8: I agree with you guys. Yeah, two more things. And you know, offense, you know, I'm going to give it to Ben. W- welcome back with a good game. And yes. You. And also, with the um, banner going down, I know we got the young guy, Kevin Dawson. What do you guys think about them giving the Big Raghu a call and bringing them back?
3: <laughs> you know, the Big Raghu is uh, on, I, I don't know if it's the mornings or afternoons in Nashville. I don't know that he'd want to come out of retirement right now. But you know what? <laughs> the, the first thing you think of is, yeah, I already missed that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and by oh, the way, God. we're trying to effort him to get him on our show, so we're hoping that we can talk to him. But certainly, you you know, right now, you missed the big ragu. Yeah. It's- yeah, I know.
2: That's
8: what I'm saying. So I, it, it wouldn't be mine. If you give him a call and bring him back, because <laughs> need that guy right now. <laughs> he might only
3: want to appear on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs>
6: All guys. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right, Juan. Thanks
3: so much, brother. Juan, thanks.
2: God bless you. Um, Get some sleep, my man. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, Ben uh, played really well, you know, and were you surprised that – You know what I was
3: surprised at was the pressure that got in his face. Right. That, uh, you know, we had a couple scares. Right. There was a scare when he fell over into Zach when that – that happened. There was, he got rolled up another time, and then we saw with the sleeve on his arm. Wow. That was a little bit scary, too, because Mason just happened to be warming up at that time, and I don't know if there was any sort of, you know, hey, this feels a little bit sore or what. I don't know. It looked to me at first it looked like one of those arm wrestler sleeves. You'll see arm wrestlers wear that right. in tournaments because after about they want to keep their tendons and ligaments all warmed up and everything so they pull on one of those sleeves. But then and the more I looked at it, your mind starts to play with you and you're thinking about the fact, well, what if it's one of those ice ones You know, where they've got real right. cold in right. there and, and it's it has to do with inflammation or something, and then you start worrying. So the point was none of that came to fruition. Ben looked terrific and right. – uh, Played yeah, his way through it.
2: Yeah, and you know when we saw Mason
3: warming up. Well, that was that's scary. But I yeah. also remember, look, those guys tend to warm up right from time to time during the game, and I forget that because I wasn't on the sidelines. You know, and normally that's part part of what you see. Yeah, you know, but you 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 put the two together, and there's nobody to say no. He's just picking it up and lobbing a few. There's no problem. Um, that's problematic, right? But right, such as it is. And,
2: you know, the sleeve that was on his arm, I think that was uh, uh, a nice sleeve.
3: That's the problem. I wasn't sure. At first it looked like one of those arm wrestler ones, but right. then the more we looked at I'm going, it's a little bit bulkier than, right. yeah. you know, so I don't know. And it'll be interesting. I don't know when the press conference is. Do we know, Jacob, do you know when the press conference is? Is that today? Anybody know? Yeah, it's today. Okay, so it will be today, maybe I'm sure somebody will ask about right. that, and we'll we'll get to the bottom yeah,
2: of it. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to um, Steph Woznisky's injury. Yes, we'll get to James Conner's. How bad injury. was the
3: peck, man? Uh, I, you know that I'm just really bummed about that. Yeah. You know, that's unfortunate. Um, just f- for him to – he's a Penn State guy. Right. You know, he's a buddy of – one of our buddies that we love so dearly. And we've known Steph since he was a little kid. Right. You know, and I, watched I, his career. I knew him th- he since knew him. he was born. Absolutely. You know, so for him to come back, play in his hometown. Right. You know, and so I, uh, I hope great. it's i hope it's just something minor. Yeah. You know.
2: I, I hope it's just a strength.
3: Yeah, me too. So, and the other part is Zach Banner, um, man, that's – I saw the look on his face. And you think about all the hard work this guy has put in through the whole COVID offseason. He's been diligent, disciplined, sticking to it. And you think about, um, you know, where he's come from with the 420 pounds down to 335. 335. And being diligent about his his offseason training and regimen. And then to have that happen when he finally gets his shot at starting, right? Oh.
2: And and you know he was he's in such great shape, yes. And he was punching well, and his feet were better, and he was. Uh, and he can run, run block, block. there's no yeah. question yeah. about his run, run block. blocking. Yeah, he's a mauler. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and uh, one of the things I I admire about him, he uses his hands well.
3: He does use his hands better than he had been in yeah. the past, um, and I, I just. You just feel for a guy like that because you know the tremendous uh, work he's put in, overcoming odds that he kind of stacked himself right. with, you know, by being a little bit undisciplined and being the opposite way. Well, he came back, and uh, I just hope and pray that the young guy yeah. uh, is uh, able to come back from this. And and you know, it's and not it isn't the, too bad. Yeah, I hope it's not too bad. Yeah. So that Stefan. Now here is the other part: one man's misfortune is another man's fortune. Right. You know, for Chooks. This is an opportunity. Yeah, Chooks has got to be able to sit there and go, you know what? Um, I, you know, Zach beat me out, but I got an opportunity now right. to to do it. Right. And the other thing is, what's going to happen at Reichardt? How is David DeCastro? And I'm sure that's something that Mike Tomlin will address today, right, at the press conference.
2: Yeah, I I, I hope David's uh, oh well. Man.
3: I hope he's well too.
2: Yeah, I I you know, but we Kevin
3: Dotson played well. Yes, he did. He did. You don't dots you don't dot the Dotson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can only hope that the young man uh doesn't isn't gonna be needed to called upon. Right. Um hope Dave DeCastro's okay, but we'll find out. So we're gonna head to break.
2: We're gonna head to break. He's Wolf, I'm touching you're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store, the Ford F 150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, welcome
2: back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. And we've got our good buddy and partner, Bob Labriola from Steelers Digest and Steelers Radio and Steelers TV. Labs, welcome to the locker room.
9: Uh, I, I'll tell you what, Victory Tuesday, Little Eagles music, what could be better than that? Right. You
3: know, we specifically picked out the long run because it is the long run now. We're looking, got one down, 15 to go, Labs, and I have to tell you, that game unfolded like I thought, but in the first half in reverse. I expected to see the Steelers come out, be a little more cohesive offensively and a little more aggressive defensively, but it was overall, it was just a terrific win.
9: Yeah, it was. And um, you know, I I was you know, I one of the characteristics that I foresaw, you know, for this weird season following a weird preseason was that, you know, early early on in any NFL season, um, teams while they're still working on their game, they need to find ways to win Good so point. that when they get into the latter part of the season and maybe they they've worked on their game enough <clears throat> excuse me to be playing well their record has kept them relevant in terms of the standings so that you know they can take advantage of the time of the year when they're starting to play well um and you know last night to me was certainly an example of that because you know I think we could probably um take a a legal pad draw a line down the middle and on the left hand side, write all the good things that happened. And then on the right-hand side, right hand side, write down all the bad things that happened. And I think you'd be at, at the bottom, the list would be pretty equal in length. But, um, you know, they found a way to win. And um, good for them. Yeah. I, mean, I, I really think that that's, that's a huge point. That- yeah.
0: Right.
2: They, yeah. Uh, were you worried at all, Labs? You know, oh. when when the first half. Who we, are you talking to? We, <laughs> yeah, you 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 play you play in your fears.
9: Uh, yes, I do. Um, but like, for example, the one that really resonated for me—the one, you know, on the two sides of the leisure, Um, that one drive, the Giants went all the way down the field. They think. Uh, I looked it up, if my memory uh, serves me correctly, the Giants converted four third downs and one fourth down all the way down the field, and then Bud on the hustle play uh, hits Daniel Jones' arm, and Cam Hayward made that uh, beautiful interception. (laughs) I mean, you know... Big guy interception, Wolf, what's what's more than that? You
3: couldn't Um, ask for a better setup. By the way, real quick, I I just want to interject this. Did you see on the slow-mo replay the look on Cam's face as the ball is hanging in the air? It's like that (laughs) anticipation. Please don't let me drop
6: this.
9: (laughs) Well, what I was thinking was I was hoping that none of his greedy teammates might try and – you know, get the ball instead of him, and then you have, you know, guys colliding, fighting for it, um, and, and, you know, it hits the ground. But, uh, yeah, that that to me was, you know, a, a huge, huge, um, one of those good news, bad news things, or bad news, good news things, like the Benny Snell fumble. Right, right. Benny Snell fumbles, that ball's around six Giants. Juju goes in there and digs that out. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to, you know, be... I won't say angry but disappointed in a guy losing a fumble at the end of a 21 yard run but you got to love the hustle and the wherewithal because God only knows what was going on in the bottom of that pile. Yeah, yeah they were I don't really want to think about that.
2: They were punching, Juju said that they were punching and they were digging him out and uh, uh Juju was a a tough guy. And then uh, you know in the uh the the interception by Cam uh uh T.J. Watt was talking about that that's a 19-play drive, and they were sucking wind, and uh, that that was a big play by Bud and Cam.
9: Yeah. Um, you know, and then the other one, it started out early. You know, Deontay Johnson must um, the pump of the defense stood up Oh yeah, and, and made him kick a field goal. You know, a touchdown there, you know, you look at yeah, it's only four points, but I think the psychological – Boost for a young giants team that was a you know decided underdog, maybe not in points uh point spread, but certainly in terms of you know the number of people who' picked a winner and then a few number who picked the giants so yeah the, a lot of those things were um were huge, and who would have thought that the first big play for the offense would be turned in by the rookie receiver
6: yeah, how about that?
3: You know, I mean, catch on the
9: sideline. That was,
3: you watched again. One thing I will say about watching on a monitor some of the replays you get. I mean, you could just see his toes tickling the turf, right? And kicking up some of those pellets and the the rubber stuff that kicks up off of artificial turf. But let's go back to that the muff by Deontay Johnson and the defense coming up with that stop because I think you're on to something really big there. If the defense folds there that indeed that could have been a totally different story written last night.
9: Yeah, I think so. And you know, that's one of the things where in the discussions of can the Steelers defense be better than it was last year when it led the NFL in both uh sacks and takeaways. Um, you know, in there are ways where you can be better uh without the statistics. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, those kinds of situations you know as the coaches call them sudden change <laughs> um going back out on the field and holding because they were the the fumble recovery was in the definitely in the red zone i don't i don't remember if it was goal to go or not but when a team is that far into your territory to start and you make them kick a field goal uh that's hugely significant and even more so early in the as early in the game as that was
3: you know one of the other key aspects that i i loved was the big play by james washington you know i think yes. i think being out in oklahoma you know punching the cows and steer wrestling and all that stuff i think something you know it, it, there's got to be something good to it because we had john kolb we had mel blunt they were both you know cowboys and uh, the pull, put in big-time performances, I, I like James. I just wish he could have squeezed the Sherman on that one throw that Bradbury broke up because that would have been back-to-back big plays, which I'd love to get, get him some momentum. You know what I mean?
2: And he's a tough guy. James yeah, he is. Washington is a tough
9: guy. Um, yeah, I, I just wonder. I, I have no way of knowing this. But if opponents, especially like an NFC team, uh, the Giants, the Steelers have never played them during James Washington's uh, brief career. I wonder if opponents look at him and think he's a little guy. Hmm. You know, I can I can get him on the ground easily, hmm. and um, you know he he's he's certainly not that. But I, I you know I need you guys. I, I I didn't even know you know when Jacob called me to. Get me on the air here. I didn't even know if you guys would be into that. I figured you'd both be in the gym working out, looking to cash one more paycheck. Maybe, <laughs> um, Needing the garden the of tackle, there you are. I mean, you two guys are right there.
3: You know what? I can only tell you this, Labs. If I sneeze wrong, I'll pull a Hammy.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
9: um, well, what do you what do you think? Ha- um, you guys, I want to ask you uh give me the give me the lowdown on the rookie guard kevin thought oh he, he was is he ready
2: yeah he he's ready, and i you know, I like the way uh on uh on a pass play, the first play that he was in was a pass play, and I love the way he punched, and you know he's quick out of his stance and he gets his hands up quick and uh and then he is uh, uh a mauler,
3: I think that was three hundred and forty two pounds of dexter. Lawrence, right. I got Dexter that name Lawrence, right. Yeah. For whatever reason, that, that guy is, I don't know how you cannot remember the name of somebody that big who made yeah. so many big plays. But Dexter Lawrence was, as Mike Tomlin said, he was as good as advertised, sideline to sideline for such a big guy. And here you got Dotson coming on, standing around all game long, and suddenly you're thrown into the mix. there late in the game, and you got to come up big. And he's, he stood his ground on a short pass for a touchdown, stuffed the be- jeepers, I believe, out of Dexter Lawrence. Then later on, he comes down the line and kicks out on Lorenzo Carter on a, on a nice trap block right. to spring Benny Snell. Uh, so I'm looking, I'm saying to myself, Labs, we've got a small sample of this young guy, but we've seen indicators that says this guy is maybe ready for prime time. We'll see. Um, I hate to see what, you know, with Wiz and – and Zach Banner, the injuries there. But I'll tell you what, I do like this kid, Dotson, man.
9: Yeah, because if you're going to look at that win and point to anything that's, you know, uh, disheartening, right. it, it would be that. I mean, the offensive line depth kind of, you know, collapsed within a handful of snaps Yes. Uh, last night. Now, you know, the Zach Banner thing, you, you can't help but really feel bad for him. Um, but when you look at it strictly from a cold-blooded um, you know, roster evaluation standpoint, you have chukes. and so you know, that to me doesn't seem to be as dire you know, putting Chukes in for Zach Banner doesn't seem to be as dire pot- potentially as having to go with a rookie who had to miss a lot of camp you know, with a knee injury himself, because seriously, if Dotson had gone through training camp mm-hmm. the whole thing I mean, I don't know that he wouldn't have. I won't say was would have been pushing uh, Wisniewski for a starting spot, but again, I don't think there would have been much angst in you know playing him. Um, but the, but just uh, it's not so much physical reservations that I have with him. It's mental, right? Yeah, you know, does he know? Is he ready to play? Um, you know, in terms of knowing what he's doing, knowing what they're trying to do to him.
2: Yeah, you know, Chooks. I I think uh, you know he was very very consistent throughout training camp, and uh, it was a uh, it was a real battle between him and Zach Banner and. Uh, as Zach Banner got hurt, you know, you feel sorry for Zach because he's uh, he's a great guy and uh, he's a determined young man. And he's overcome but, a lot. Yeah, and he's overcome yeah. a lot. But but Chooks, uh, you you have confidence in.
3: Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, Lebs, one of the things you pointed out was, is he ready mentally? And the, where, he, this is where he, you worry about a young guy. There's code words, there's the hurry up offense, the no huddle stuff, all that sort of things that are <laughs> even way beyond what uh Tunch and I used to have to deal with back in the day. Um so that I agree with you. I think the biggest challenge for him would be mentally because it doesn't look like he's he's no wilting flower. This guy uh Kevin Dotson is a mauler. Uh he's a strong dude and I think yeah, he can go to toe to toe with just about anybody.
9: Yeah, that, that I thought that you know, he kind of certainly when you watch the um you know, the the clips of him uh, as a college player um, he he seems to have all of the, you know, the things you're looking right. for. Um, as, you know, Bill Cower used to call it, his playing demeanor. Um, those kinds of things. But, you know, as a guard, you're very, very close to the franchise uh, when you're in formation. And one one half step the wrong way or, mm-hmm. you know, you get influenced one thing and somebody comes off the second level and has a free run at uh, number seven you know that's those kinds of mistakes i won't say they're unforgivable but you may not be able to come back from them in terms of your team they they so, may be
3: forgivable but they're not far from unforgivable
9: <laughs> yeah. so i mean uh, i just hope he has wolf quick hands like you to reach out <laughs> and grab that jersey <laughs> As it's running by, get that guy on the
3: ground. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Too. You know what I mean? Uh, I got to say this. Let me let me throw a number out at you. 15 for six yards, uh, the Steelers defense holding Saquon Barkley. That's unbelievable.
9: Yeah, um, really. Uh, I saw somewhere, and uh, it's one of those sarcastic Twitter things, you know, Ben Roethlisberger finished with more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley last night just as a something to think about <laughs> 11 to 9 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um but um yeah, it it certainly uh quieted a lot of the concern I think that um people have about the Steelers' run defense and I think you know a lot of that concern is twofold. Number 1, you lost Javon Hargrave. Um and And uh, number two, the performance, you know, we saw from the Steelers' run defense down the stretch last year. Uh, But I've always been one who believed that the best uh, aid for the Steelers' run defense from last season to this season was number seven. Right. Because you put the other team in a position where they just can't do that. I mean, uh, you know, I looked at the – as an example of that theory, uh, I looked at the Browns-Ravens game. Now, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt averaged 5.7 yards a carry on the way to rushing for like 130-some yards. But it's 24-7 at halftime. Right. That's it. They're done. They're done rushing. Because if you're trying to win the game, as opposed to just pad your rushing numbers, you can't just be giving them the ball again. You can't be feeding it to them. And so, you know, what ended up being, I thought, a, a significant um, – Weapon for the Browns in the first half, it, that 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 was just take that bullet was taken out of the chamber of the gun. They couldn't
6: they right. couldn't use it
9: anymore. So, um, but yeah, there's no question that um, you know the Steelers run defense. Vince Williams certainly among the the big pieces of that really uh, showed up last night. And I also think that having the def- the secondary that the Steelers have. Um, allowed them to maybe sell out to the run more and put more pressure on those right. guys.
6: Yeah, True yeah. word. And, yep.
9: and
2: they, <laughs> they stacked the box. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that uh, I love about the uh, combo of Devin Bush and uh, Vince Williams is Vince – uh is great tackle to t- tackle to tackle and he is uh, a thumper and he uh, attacks very aggressively and then Devin Bush uh is sideline to sideline and so they complement each other
9: Yeah it, it, it's a really it's a nice um it, it's a nice tandem uh you know as you mentioned it's it's not perfect but I don't think there are any perfect uh tandems Yeah and um you know again there were some situations where like you saw the giants maybe try and isolate vince in coverage and take advantage of him a little bit and those things are going to happen they really are but having been back and threatening you know the other team's defense and forcing you know the other team's offense to play in a way where you know, they have to take some chances. They feel they have to score. They just can't. You know, that one one thing that Kirk Herbstreit said last night was he was uh, – Jason Garrett, the Giants' offensive coordinator, said he told Daniel Jones, what we want out of this game is for all of our possessions to end with a kick. Mm-hmm. Field goal attempt, extra point attempt, or punt.
6: Mm-hmm. Punt's okay. Right. But when you have
9: Ben, you can't – Last year, that would have been fine, right? You know, with against that Steelers offense. But this year, that's not because you know, seventy-eight seconds, last seventy-eight seconds of the first half, um, you go from being ahead to losing because Roethlisberger takes the Steelers right down the field and sticks the ball in the end zone, right? And so now you, you can't you can't call your plays that way you can't be thinking that way it's okay for us to punt two or three times in a row because by then you know the other team could have 30 points on the board and you're you're out of the you're out of contention so um that to me is is such a huge factor not that I'm really breaking any news here by saying that having Ben Roethlisberger back is a significant um, factor in the Steelers being better this year, but it goes beyond, I think, just some of the obvious ways that he impacts the game. Yeah. Thanks. All right.
2: Thanks, Labs. Appreciate uh, your brother. We appreciate your brother. Thank you for coming on and coming into the locker room.
9: All right, fellas, have a good day. Take care.
2: God bless you, Bob. Uh, So we're going to take a break. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, you're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this.
0: You know, we've talked openly about the maturation process, the things that you can expect from a second year player. Um, you know, he, he showed signs of that from the very beginning of this team development process. We've talked openly about it in this setting. Uh, so I wasn't surprised by what he was able to do. Um, he's a quality player and the one that's maturing and emerging and and was ready to answer the bell when called upon
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about Benny Snell, and he did
2: mature. And, you know, one of the things that we always talk about uh, is the maturation from uh, the end of your rookie year to the beginning of right. your second year. Yes. And, y- y- you know, it's it's just like you uh, get the light bulb on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the light
2: goes on, baby. Yeah, the light and goes on. And you figure on. it out. And by yeah. the way,
3: that was Kevin Cronin, you know, yeah. a buddy of mine. The, yeah, you know, yeah. REO Speedwagon, the, yeah. you know. I don't. I don't want to drop names. But, uh, yeah, I did meet him twice you, in 25 years. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so Benny, uh, what, you know, when he 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 lost 12 pounds this season. Yeah. Off season.
3: Well, the, he got with it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, Mike Tomlin talked about, you know, this is kind of what Le'Veon Bell did. Yeah. You might want to think about it yourself or whatever. I don't know what the conver- uh, the whole conversation was, but the fact was. If the boss man says you might want to lighten up a little and, and get yourself in right. a little more shape, um, he sh- certainly showed it. Because, yeah. boy, I'll, I'll tell you what, that one, the trap block that Kevin Dotson came down the line and, right. and whacked uh, Low Carter, that was nice. Yeah. Perfect cut. Um, In the fourth quarter, when the game's on the line, he had, what, 30 yards rushing, right. nine carries and yeah. so forth. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot, what that young man did.
2: Yeah, and, and he – has tremendous vision, tremendous jump cut, tremendous speed, and
3: also power. Well, his power remained evident, right? Despite the fact that he lost some weight, right? You know, and that's that's about getting out there and putting those manhole covers on the squat bar, going up and down. Get your ham hocks ready and being able to apply that sort of strength. Uh, it's you know he don't have the say quads. You know, like Saquon yeah. Barkley, yeah. but he still's got the Benny quads. <laughs> right. You know,
2: were you surprised that he had the same power uh, from losing that that weight?
3: I I was. You know, I mean, because you're, I, and I know people say, well, it's it's twelve pounds, but twelve pounds is a lot All on right. a, on a guy the size of of Benny. You yeah. know, um, and he, you know, shed that weight, and that's extra weight that was just a drag. I mean, because he. You know, he was ripped when he came in, and right. he looked powerful. And, again, when you learn the whole pro style of, of running, which is being able to apply, um, you know, individual traits that you have right. at those certain moments, yeah. you know, and that's part of the vision experience process that you go through.
2: Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room, brother.
7: Hey, guys. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Guys, how are you? Hey, uh just a couple of things. A touch, uh, not a good idea. Start that clay pool. Although he did play nice. I could have started uh, well, I had Darius Slayton too, but anyways, I wasn't going to play him against, the, I wasn't going to play him against the Steelers anyway. So it didn't matter.
6: Hey, but, Ed, uh,
3: I noticed, like I said, yeah. you didn't ask me because I've, I've been at the bottom of every fantasy league I've ever been in.
7: Um, uh, anyways, guys, uh, uh, where you lost me there. <laughs> well, uh, I would just want to give a couple game balls. Out, right. You know, first, first thing, I want to give Ben one, but not, not the Ben you're thinking of. I want to give it to Benny Snell. That guy, <laughs> that guy ran his butt off. Yes, he did. He he, he, he played well and I liked him. And and my other offensive game ball, I really want to give out too, is Deontay Johnson. After muffing that ball, he came back in the second half. And I mean, he, I thought he played his lights out in the second half. I mean, Ben was, throw, must have went to him five times in a row. It seemed like anyway, and, and and he came through. He was those quick slants. Does that kid remind you of AB or no? I mean, he he just a young. Look, look, reminds me of a young AB. And then on the defensive side, I want to go with Bud and Vince Williams. Vince Williams, I thought played his butt off out there. He he, you know, he came up with that sack right up the middle, and uh, just just a couple other little things. I remember last week we were listening, and, and when we cut, we when we cut our punter, when we cut Barry last week, you guys had Labs on, and Labs said something about uh, the the holder. I don't know if you remember, it. and I just wondered yes. if the holder had anything yeah. to do with, uh, you know with boz missing that field goal that's so so i was just thinking that 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 just came through my mind real quick
3: you know know, i actually had made a met made a mental note which was my mistake i should have written it down that 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 (laughs) extra point yeah the the extra point that boz missed you know i wonder if there was any sort of problem at all issue with dustin and you know being the holder and all um but that that's certainly worthy of asking that
7: brought that up. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that, but he did. No, I, I do.
3: Think. I do remember.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, uh, uh, Dustin uh, Dustin Colquitt uh, has been holding for 15 years, but he's not on the same page with uh, Boz. And so they're they're gonna possibly or, if they yes, if they did gonna, yeah, I, we gonna, don't know that there yeah. was
3: any sort of problem yeah. with the hold. Right. right. The only well, difference that, is right. it's like you said Jordan Berry's been there for X number of years. Suddenly he's not there. Did that create any sort of issue? We don't right. know. But I'm sure somebody will ask at the press conference today. Right.
7: And then and then on that Dotson block that kickout block when he pulled. Yes. I guess he pulled to the left. Yes. Oh my God! I just he he blew that guy up. He and, did. And just freedom. That was just awesome to see That's – You know what I think about when I see that? I think of our future. I don't think about this year or even next year, but our future of him. It looks bright, you know?
6: Absolutely. And And
7: then the last thing I want to talk about is that Cam Haywood interception. I was just wondering, Shade Zadebo, was he going to take it 99? <laughs> was he going to take it 100? <laughs> he didn't even take it six inches. <laughs> it looked like he wanted to go backwards, didn't it?
3: I think he knew where he was at. I thought it was a headsy play, yeah. actually. But again, I the thing I said, I thought over and over was the look on his face when that ball popped into the air and when they showed the slow-motion replay and watching Cam, like it's like... I know all I can think about was me with the onside kick in San Diego, and they kicked it to me, and it was like somebody gave me a bottle of NyQuil, and I'm just going, no, <laughs> the ball is <laughs> bouncing towards me. <laughs> it was
2: awful. All
7: right, guys, that's all I got. We'll talk to you again later in the week. Thanks. Sounds good. Have good. Have Thank good you, one. brother.
2: All right, Ed. All right, we're going to go uh, uh, to Sarcastic Sword, Parts Unknown. Sword, welcome Where to have the you been?
10: Rate. Well, the the, leave, the leaves are starting to drop, so I'm exposed. Uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been caught, I guess. I'm back out in the, in the, in the light here. Hey, uh, nice hearing from you guys. It's been a long time, uh, but whatever. We're here right now, and that's what's
6: important. Amen.
10: Forward. <clears throat> on on the hayward interception i swear his toes were in the field when he caught the ball and i was afraid they were going to spot it at the six inch line there but i was glad to see they waved. you know he got the touchback basically and we got it out at the 20. yes you know jones surprised me to be very honest with you i didn't expect that's the first i've really seen him other than some clips of him but I thought he was very athletic and the amount of pressure that was on that young guy for him to complete the passes he did was I kept being amazed how he got that ball out
6: mm-hmm. and how
10: accurate it was. Plus his running skills, they, they've they got themselves a good quarterback and right. I think the Giants are going to win some ball games for sure. Uh, yeah, Alou Alou was the guy that really uh, raised my eyebrows I, for being an older guy like that. Uh, the way he controlled that center uh, the whole center of the, the interior line there was really something to watch. That guy was really stoked up, and and you know a lot of good things to come from him. I I hope and it really looked good, and mm. uh, Colquitt not not to hold, but I I thought I've been waiting for twenty years to get a Colquitt on this team. I I was going so far as to start checking DNA of high school kids <laughs> and find one with Colquitt uh, jeans and grab them. Uh, but i thought his punting you know not much to be said about it which is a good thing the one he was able to get inside the 10 very poised. right it really looks like he knows where to put that ball and how to get it there and then some of his his punts were very nice and high uh, a little tough for coverage i guess but i thought he did a very nice job for his first time with us and i look forward to uh, seeing the field change position like it should when when he'll punt from the end zone or whatever get that ball out of there. Uh so I I'm I, I'm excited about that. And overall, uh if their game plan was to stop the run, uh <laughs> Uh, I've never seen nothing like that. That that was great, and and uh, I think when the, the defensive backs get a little more feel for each other, a lot of them passes, and I think it was more Jones's accuracy than it was uh, the defensive backs. Other than the touchdown pass, it was a you know a, a blatant mistake on our part. A lot of them passes, uh, our guys were right on the guy. I mean, he threaded the needle a number of times that another quarterback might not have did. So I, I don't think we were. Quite, quite as bad as it looked on paper, I guess. But we, you know, and and tackle the ball. I mean, uh, I I'm excited about about this defense, uh, uh, you guys. And my question, I guess, I, I didn't hear. But did Connor get hurt, or was he just
6: no? He doinked an ankle.
10: The, oh, yeah, stay
3: okay. yeah. Stay tuned for the Mike Tomlin press conference to follow our show here. But and I'm certainly, uh, Michael, talk about it, but. Uh, there wasn't some sort of ankle issue, so right. we'll find out then.
10: They gave him a good chance. I mean, the whole first quarter was basically him, and he's got that stand-up, tough tr- running style. I mean, it's a combative style that's that's difficult, I think, and and and, and very dangerous to prone to get injured from, but. it certainly set the stage for, for, for Snell and he took full, uh, you know, full advantage of it. He, he was very impressive.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love Benny. Uh, he's fast. He's powerful. He's got great vision. Uh, he's got great cuts, a great, great jump cut. Uh, one of the, the jump cuts he made, uh, uh you know faked out Blake Martinez and Blake Martinez is he's a pretty good
3: tackle yeah yeah we got to run sword but it is great to hear from you brother yeah g- hey, great
10: to listen to you guys and thanks for after the long night for the show today thank you guys <laughs>
2: sword thanks uh thanks for calling in we right we're, we're uh, we i'm glad he called joining. in yeah, i was I, wondering yeah.
3: where he's been he's been one of our most loyal uh calling guys with yeah. salient points. Which, of course, you know, for me, it's always good to have somebody that can make salient points. Salient points. Yeah, because yeah. some of us don't make salient we, points.
2: We don't make salient <laughs> points. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, and uh, he's Wolf, I'm touching you're in a locker room.
0: You know, it's easy to point back to something now with hindsight being 2020. 20, 20 um, but that two-minute drive he was able to navigate before the half, I thought was, was significant.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: And uh, Mike Tomlin was talking about the last drive of the first half and Ben looked so sharp. How many?
3: uh, Eight plays, 78 yards, a minute 25. Oh, wow. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah. And And the emotion was sweet. Oh, I just love it when a plan comes together.
2: James Washington scored the touchdown.
3: That was James Washington's big play. First of all, he starts it off basically the second play. He had a 21-yarder, if you remember, from Ben Roethlisberger. But he finished it off with that 13-yarder. When he catches the ball, he jumps over a guy, he replants his feet, and then ham hocks his way into the end zone. That, my friend, was a sensational play. Oh,
2: man, I I was so impressed with uh, his balance, his power,
3: and his agility. How about his determination? I mean, he's covering yeah. up the ball. The guy's trying to rip the ball, trying to tackle him, all that sort of stuff. And he overcomes that with some just what I would call fierce determination to get in that end zone. He yeah. was not to be denied.
2: That that touchdown was big. That was. That was big.
3: It was very huge. You know, they needed that. Uh, they, they looked so discombobulated throughout the first half. Right. And that touchdown really... Was I thought it was significant because you know you kind of get they got rallied together they got going down the field they had yeah. a little zip do dah then you go into halftime and it's uh, it's a good thing you know yeah. what I mean you just now unfortunately they came out you know uh, uh, in the second half and uh, I'm sorry in the when was that the end of the first quarter
2: that was the end of the first half okay
3: end of the first yes good I just wanted to make sure I got a different thing up here and it looked a little bit discombobulating there but the fact is you know. It I thought it got them untracked, but it didn't really get them untracked, untracked. Right, It got them semi untracked. Yeah,
2: yeah. So do you give him a game ball?
3: Who James
2: uh, Washington? Well, um, I, yeah, you. Know, if he had
3: I, caught that other one, yeah, you know, it, that was such a big play. Uh, I want to, but he followed up and he that one and it was a great play by James Redbrand. Yeah. The guy stripped the ball right, from his right. hands. Yeah, but for James. That's the momentum you need. Two big plays in a row. That's that's yeah. swanish. That's stalworthish. Yeah. You know, it's that sort of thing where it's times wardish, you know? So who do you give the game ball on the offense? Uh you know, when I, I think about it, it's Benny Snell, no doubt about it. Yeah. He deserves it. Um he came through big, had the thirty yard run in the fourth quarter. Uh what he picked up, forty five or forty eight yards for over nine carries in that fourth. Somewhere in the second, I don't know. Um, But he got stronger as the game went on. Right, right. And that's the telltale sign of a feature back. Right. Guys that can take that rock, hit it again and again and again, and as everybody else starts getting a little tired, you get better.
2: Yeah, and uh, he was fantastic. I'm going to give him a game ball. Yes. But I'm going to give Juju a game ball, too. You're going to give
3: Juju a game ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, the groundhog. Well, two
2: touchdowns and a fumble recovery. Well, the and, one and then the the fumble recovery on the onside kick.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah he did. he snagged that one. Yeah. I thought the groundhog thing was so significant because let's face it, uh, you know what? He is the th- he is now the third most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil, and then Gus, and now we got Juju. No, 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 Dirt Winston. No, no, no. Dirt no. Winston Do you Houston. understand who Gus is? Yeah, yeah. But I, I
2: I know, but but you know, Dirt Winston was the I understand, best... but that
3: was Ben. Yeah, that, ben. That, that, that was then.
2: Yeah, but that was the uh Dirt was the best digger out of the fumble. I recovery. don't know, because
3: Ted Peterson saved my skin out in Seattle, brother. Yeah, but then he started choking you. No, no, that was another game. But that was Cincinnati. That was Cincinnati yeah. when I blew the call. When he when he was at the bottom of that pile, I was oh, yeah. I was he pulling guys no. off. I pulled I was pulling guys off the pile. I was fish hooking them, twisting their helmets, grabbing them by the neck roll, and I dug all the way. And Ted was on the bottom of the pile. He had gone in and Who dug fumbled? his way. Who fumbled? I was a quarterback. It uh, was uh, uh, Cliff Stoud. It was either Stouter or Bradshaw. I can't remember which. Yeah. It was early in the '80s. I can't remember. So that was but Bradshaw. It was probably Bradshaw. But the the fumble happened, and and I I just remember the sheer panic. And when I got to Teddy, Teddy was curled around the ball. I'm like hugging him, yeah. and guys are punching me in the back and everything, you know, because yeah. I was I was rather rude in, right, in, right, and right. extricating guys. And and I'm going Teddy, Teddy, I love you. <laughs> you te- got the ball. Te-
2: te- Teddy was going no,
3: no. I was the one screaming Dude, he no. Was going to- yeah, you better believe it, man.
2: Because you,
3: you
6: missed the I missed Because bl- I,
3: I, I blew the the blitz pickup. Yeah. I was supposed to go on a slide call. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought I saw the back flash, and it flashed in my mind that the back was going to pick up. And oh, he was yeah. releasing downfield. It
2: was 83, and it was Cliff Stoddard. Was uh, it Stoddard? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All because right. Because I was starting. Yep, okay. I was starting to... Uh, and, you
3: want to talk about yeah, just and I, panic.
2: I want, I I ran in and uh, dug in, uh, but when I saw Ted had Nobody
3: it, was pulling guys off like yeah. me because I was panicked. Yeah. <laughs> I caused the fumble. No. When I cut to Teddy, it was just like, and I remember watching the film, and you see everybody's piling up, and Ted comes in from the one side, and he literally groundhogs his way to the right. ball. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Oh, Teddy, I love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a memory from way back in 83. My goodness, my goodness. But certainly.
2: Uh, Yeah, let's go to uh, Jason in New Hampshire.
4: (laughs) Hey, two days in a row. What do you know? I'm a lucky man. How you
3: doing, buddy? (laughs) Yeah, How you doing, Jason?
2: Not
4: bad. Not bad. I got the score a little bit wrong last night, but uh, definitely came out with the win. Um, hey, I gotta ask you. I got two real quick things because I was told I definitely have to be quick. Um, first thing, what was the most different thing about calling the game last night oh. for you guys?
2: Oh, it was being a
3: thousand miles away.
2: And it was uh, in the cafeteria. Uh, Yeah, at Heinz Field. At Hines Field. Although I did
3: crush Jimmy John's. That was pretty good. uh, We had uh, some good snack orations.
4: I was listening to the game replay this morning because being out of the area, I can't listen to it um, while the game's happening. And um, I noticed a couple times, it was like, well, there's a couple of numbers down there. Uh, I don't know who that is.
3: (laughs) That's the problem. Normally, I'm there on site. You know, I'm down by the action. And and. uh,
4: smell their breath down there. And Absolutely.
3: I'm, I'm amidst the blood and the testosterone,
4: man. Yeah, it's and, just a
2: bummer. And, usu- and usually in the booth, I stand up. So uh, I sat down and I, I, I was... Uh, it was just uh, awkward yeah, feeling. It was awkward.
3: That's the only best way we can describe it.
4: I feel for you. And, uh, and on my last quick note, um, you had mentioned about yesterday, Tunch, about hiking and stuff and how Wolf's wolf just too lazy to get out there with you.
3: <laughs> True. <laughs> no,
4: Seriously, 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 if you ever make it up to southwestern New Hampshire, you need to climb Mount Monadnock. And I'd be more than happy to climb with you. And I'm being dead serious. It's one of the most climbed
2: mountains in the world. Oh, really? Really? Look it it up. It's it. it, The trails are uh, uh, are clearly. uh, I
3: can tell you this. I'll be there. I'll be right there. Not. Yeah.
6: (laughs) I'll, I'll have your food ready for you. Walter. I'll have your food ready for
3: you. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right, Jason. Yeah, thank you, you, you. Thanks, brother. Later. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And yeah. he said he'd have all. You know, it's a good hike and all that. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. So I'm uh, not. I'm not into hiking. You know. Uh, I'm just. I'm just not a hiker. You know, some people are built for speed. Some people are built for comfort. Well, you know. You
2: know you you don't like hiking?
3: No, I don't like hiking. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't know. You know? What I mean, you're just out there, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's squirrels. There's, you know, there's an occasional bear. You yeah. Know? There's bear. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, you might have to run for your life, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. You know, When uh, Gilly and I was were hiking in Dolly Sad, uh, we uh, we were hiking down this trail, and all of a sudden I camped
3: out there down in Maryland. No, it's West Virginia. That's yeah, the, we, D- Maryland, that. West Virginia area. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we were down there, a bobcat came across the road when we were driving out.
2: Yeah. A bobcat. Yeah. Well, so we met a bear, and the bear stepped up, st- stood, up on the trail. Well, I was in a car, so I didn't uh, worry about yeah, the bobcat. Yeah, and so uh, you know, we looked. I at, drilled that bobcat. You know, we we looked we looked at the uh, at the bear, and thankfully it was a black bear, and he ran. Oh, that's good. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. What if he had run the other way? Yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah. If he ran at us. Yeah, then it would have been a different matter.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I just had to beat.
3: I just had to beat. Beat Gilly. Gilly. <laughs> you can outrun
2: Gilly. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, we're uh, uh, on a victory Tuesday. We're done. He's Wolf. I'm touching. Stay
3: tuned. We're going to be back because right, of we're, the we're,
6: Mike, Tomlin Tomlin com- Mike Tomlin press conference. Mike
2: Tomlin press conference. Indeed. He's Wolf. I'm touching. You're in the locker room.